Hey there, baddie. You've just arrived at the Embodied Baddie Podcast, where career-driven women who hold themselves to a higher standard in all areas, especially personal growth, hang out. I'm your EBIC, Crystal Rose, and I'm so happy you're here. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So many things are happening. (laughs) I wanted to tell you that I have started a new Instagram account. So if you are following me at the at Extel Rose Instagram, I have a new Instagram. It is at the Embodied Baddie. So yeah, it actually lines up with podcast. Whoa. <laughs> I actually didn't think I would do that, but I realized that, uh, that I was not reaching the people who really want to see my stuff over there at the Extel Rose one. So now we're at the Embodied Baddie and we're starting fresh and it feels so good. Like, can we just talk about how good that feels to just start fresh? And, you know, the only reason why I was really hanging on to my account for so long is like vanity. Like I'm not making money from it, you know? So it's like, why am I hanging on? I might as well put all of my efforts into another account and start over rather than have this account that's like years and years and years and years old. Who even knows who cares anymore? I feel like no one does on that account. So on the new one, I feel like everyone cares and it's a party and I love it. So if you do follow me on Instagram or even if you don't and want to give me a follow on my new account, it's at the Embodied Patty. So today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. Um, If you've been following me, then you know that I've been talking a lot about self-sabotage. I have a three-day mini course that's happening in September and it's called Smashing Self-Sabotage and we are smashing it. It's going to be amazing. So if you haven't signed up for it, like you really should check it out. It's crystalrose.com slash SS mini course. And that is going to be wrapped up in a course later. So if you're listening to this years from now, like you can still buy it. It's evergreen and, and you'll have it for life. It's lifetime access. But one big part of self-sabotage can be imposter syndrome. And I feel like so many high achieving women experience this, whether it be ongoing or at one time or another. And since this is a podcast for high achieving women, I thought, why not talk about it? So right off the bat, let's just talk about like what exactly imposter syndrome is. So I have this definition right here. Imposter syndrome is a psychological occurrence in which people doubt their talents skills, or accomplishments and have a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as frauds. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon do not believe they deserve their success or luck. Okay. So a really important part of that is like despite the external evidence, right? So when we're trying to fix this issue, if this is something that you struggle with, oftentimes we're trying to fix it on the surface. We're like, okay, I feel this way. So I need to present myself all this evidence and you know, show myself that I'm wrong. Right? But if it were that easy to do, then you would have already done it and you wouldn't experience it. It doesn't matter how many qualifications you have, how much experience you have, like you could have the most And still those feelings are happening because it's not external. There's an internal issue. And then we're trying to fix this internal issue with external things. Just like 
any coping mechanism, right? If, you know, some people feel um, unsafe or uncertain, and so then they try to control things, like that's a coping mechanism. So we do that with imposter syndrome, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a coping mechanism, but it can be a trauma response or even doesn't even have to be big T trauma. It can just be something deeper. And we'll go into that in just a moment. I want to give you an example of this. So I have a team member who is amazing. She is newer into my world and she found me cold pitched me. You guys, I don't listen to cold pitches. I get cold pitches in my DMs. I get cold pitches in emails. Like, can you imagine if I popped in your DM and I was like, Hey, I know you don't know me at all. I just followed you 10 seconds ago, but like, how are you doing today? Well, how's your business going? Or how's your life going? Cool, cool, cool. Okay, buy my thing, right? <laughs> like, that's what a lot of cold pitchers do. Uh, and I'm just not into it. And a lot of people aren't into it, but I guess they have some level of success because they keep doing it. Well, cold pitching an email, I think I'm a little bit more open to. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, cold pitches and DMs are always wrong or bad because if you actually are paying attention to the person, I think they can be really, really valuable. If I'm very clearly like in need of something and someone is reaching out and being like, hey, like, I feel like you need this and here's how I can help you. Cool. But usually the way people go about it is icky. So I get this cold pitch in my email and it was very, very clear that this person has paid attention. It was very clear that she had not only just like looked at my Instagram and, you know, scrolled my social media, but she went to my website. She looked at my testimonials. She read my pages. Like she knew what was going on. She knew it was my birthday like recently, right? Like she knew what was going on in my world. So she brought those things into that email and it, and it made me take notice, right? Oh, wow. Someone's actually paying attention, <laughs> right? I get pitches, for example, for this podcast all the time. I get pitches for my other podcast, Breathwork Bestie, all the time. And I always know when people are pitching Breathwork Bestie, whether or not they're paying attention. Because if you're a guest on Breathwork Bestie, you're a guest facilitator. You are leading a meditation. It's not an interview. And so I get interview requests all the time for Breathwork Bestie. And I'm like, wow, you are not paying attention at all, right? Like just look into something before you pitch, please, please. So she clearly had done this. So she pitches me, we hop on a call. She's like going through my website and basically just making it very, 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 very clear. She knows what she's talking about and that I need her help. And it was a no brainer for me. I'm like, yep, okay, cool. Let's bring you on board. She helped me, you know, with my website, all of this stuff. And so then after working with her, it was such a great experience. I wanted to bring her on like retainer. Like this is a role I was not looking to fill at all, but she just really felt like the right person. You could tell she really cares about me and my business. Like it was just a really great fit all around. So I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> you know, like let's figure out how we can, how we can make this work in here. So I bring her on and, you know, we're working for a few months and all of that. And I realized that she, every week she's been asking me what I want. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought you knew, <laughs> right? Like I thought we talked about this. Uh, and so in, in a very recent meeting, I was like, listen, I trust you. I know, you know, my voice. I know, you know, me. I know, you know what I do. I know, you know, what's going on, right? Like, you know, what's coming up, all of that. So I try, you 
You do what you think is best. You just do what you think is best. That's why I brought you on. Because in this particular area, you are more skilled than I am and you are smarter than me. And that is why you're here. I did not hire you to control you or to tell you what to do. And and she had, you know, there were times where I'd be like, hey, like, let's do this. Or what do you think about this? And she'd be like, oh, no, we can't do that because this. And she'd explain it. And I'd be like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Right? Like, I really trust the people I bring on. I don't just like bring people on and then try to mold them into the way I think they should do things. I'm like, I'm hiring you because you are freaking awesome at what you do. And uh, that's what I want. <laughs> so that's why I brought her on. And again, after this meeting, she'd reached out and was like, hey, you know, what do you want for this? And I, I was traveling the weekend. And so I wasn't really able to give her what she had asked for. And then I'm like, wait a second, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? I, I trust you. I know you're smart. I know you're amazing. Like, what's going on? And she was battling with imposter syndrome. And so like, we're both very clear, like this was coming from her. This wasn't like coming from me. This wasn't coming from anywhere else other than like, this is, she's doubting herself and she's questioning things. And I'm like, what? Right? <laughs> like, how? You're so amazing. Like, you're so, so, so amazing. And it's so funny too, because then after this conversation, she ended up signing up for the self-sabotage mini course because she's like, clearly there's something here, right? So this is what we do. And, and it's so prevalent with high achieving women. It's like, you have the qualifications, you're getting the praise. People are telling you like, you're doing a good job. And then yet there's still this part of you that's like, I'm not good enough. Or like, oh my gosh, when she finds out that I'm like not as good as she thinks I am. Oh no, like that's going to be terrible. When in reality, it's like, no, you're amazing. You're great, right? So there's a disconnect. There's an incongruency between between your conscious and your subconscious because consciously, of course, you're like, okay, <laughs> I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this, I've done this, I've done that. Like I know I'm, I know I'm good at what I do. And then yet like it still creeps up at times. So where does it come from? And this is a big, broad question because it can come from a myriad of places. Now, one of the things we see often with high achieving women is this hustle, right? This go, 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 accomplish, accomplish, achieve, achieve, achieve. There's not a lot of celebration. Okay, when's the last time you celebrated a win? Any size, a big, small, whatever win. Like I literally have clients that are crossing multi-million dollar milestones and not celebrating. They're just going on to the next thing. Like that is self-sabotage. Not being in the moment, being present and celebrating. Okay, so big and small. So think about that. Ask yourself, when's the last time I celebrated a win? Any kind of win, whether it be in your business, in your personal life, if you're in school, like any of that, right? Like when is the last time you actually celebrated a win, like truly celebrated it and felt it in your body? So a lot of these high achievers are and I used to be one. I'm I'm speaking I'm speaking about other people right now, right? Like I'm speaking in the third person, but I experienced this myself, right? It was never good enough. No matter how many things I achieved, accomplished, money I made, all the things, it just didn't feel like I thought it would feel. And so more, 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 more. And I think that what is driving that can also drive the imposter syndrome that it also, there's a root there. So maybe, you know, something happened 
when you were younger, or it doesn't have to be childhood. It could even just be like just when you were younger that made you question yourself. And it could have been just something external. Maybe someone said something to you. Maybe someone questioned you. Maybe you, I don't know, got a word wrong in the regional spelling bee. (laughs) Calling myself out in the fifth grade, right? Got a very easy word wrong in the spelling bee. And you're like, how did I even make it here in the first place? Just like there are little things that can happen throughout your life that chip away and, and start to create that doubt. And so it doesn't matter how many accolades you have. It doesn't matter how good you are at what you do and, and all of the accomplishments you have stacked up. It feels like you're at zero every time. You know, there is this like saying that a man will apply for a job and he might meet like one of the qualifications or maybe none of them or not have the amount of experience. And then a woman um, will apply for the same job and be overqualified and be like, worried that she won't get it or like maybe not even apply because she doesn't think she's like qualified enough to get it. It's crazy, right? We do this to ourselves. Oftentimes at the root of this hustle is we're hustling for our worth. We want to feel worthy. And if only I do enough, then maybe I'll be enough. And so with imposter syndrome, right? Like this is a, this is a self-sabotage tactic. This is like you're on your way to doing the thing or going where you want to go. And then that doubt creeps in and it's, you know, it's all fine and good if you hear it and you're like, no, that's not true and move on. But what a lot of us end up doing is listening to that doubt. And so we don't take the chance. We don't apply for the position. We don't start the business. We don't invest in the thing. We don't make the leap because we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough. We're telling ourselves that we just don't have it in us. We're not smart enough, you know? Um, I have a client that I've worked with for over a year who really struggled with this. I mean, she she would talk all the time about how she just did not feel like she knew what she was talking about. And like, she hated like being in a room with other women because she's afraid that they would just like know she didn't know what she was talking about. And you know, being being an outside person, it's always so amazing to me. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, first of all, you're not going to know every little thing about every little thing, of course, you know, but you're really smart and you know what you're talking about. So this pops up and we need to get to the root of it in order to heal it in order to stop it, right? We can't just stay at the thought level and be like, no, 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 that's wrong. That's stupid. Whenever it pops up, because it's going to keep popping up, right? It's like, we're just putting a little bandaid on it and it's just going to keep bleeding until we figure out where it actually came from. How did this get here? What do I need in this moment? That's a big one. What do I need in this moment, right? When we start to doubt ourselves, what do I need? Do I need your reassurance? Do I need a hug? Do I need love, right? Like we have to be able to meet our own needs here in order to move through whatever thing is is popping up. And it's so simple. It's so, so simple because that's the solution, right? I'm not going to give you a list of 15 tips. (laughs) I'm not going to give you mindset work like, oh, okay, well, whenever it pops up, just tell it it's a liar or your brain's being mean and just like ignore it, you know? Or give yourself 10 affirmations in the mirror because like, here's the thing, affirmations, and you guys might have heard me say this before, you might have done some of my affirmation meditations, but affirmations don't 
work if you don't believe them. And you can't make yourself believe them just by repeating them. Maybe in that moment, but as soon as your mind like moves on, that be- it's not a belief that can take hold unless you partially believe it, kind of, sort of believe it, right? Like affirmations are absolutely pointless if you can't, one, feel it in your body and be like, yes, this is true. Okay, I feel this, right? If it's incongruent, your your words and your feelings, then you're, it's just not going to stick. So I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to give you 10 affirmations to say in the mirror every day or like, okay, when this pops up, you know, fight it back and say this or think this instead. Like that doesn't help. It's where does this come from and what do I need? That's it. What do I need? If you can do that, if you can meet your own needs, it's a game changer. That's what shifts. That's what creates all the results. That's literally what my entire coaching business is built upon is helping my clients meet their own needs because we keep trying to meet them externally, right? Like we, external ways of doing this is praise and validation from other people. Like there is no amount of praise and validation from other people that's going to fill that hole. Like it's just not going to. That's why we keep trying to accomplish things and achieve things. Cause like, okay, if I can just prove this to myself and then it'll feel better, but it never does. It never does, right? That's why we try to control people and micromanage or we're perfectionists or um, we people please because we're constantly trying to meet internal needs in an external way. And this stuff, you guys, is easier said than done, obviously, right? Obviously. And that's why I do what I do because guiding people into this, facilitating this is so much faster than stumbling around on your own and trying to figure it out. It's so much faster. It's so much faster. So if you are wanting to stomp out imposter syndrome, if this is something you've been struggling with for a long, long time and you've tried things and you're aware of it, get your butt into the self-sabotage mini course because I'm telling you, we can knock this out. This is something that we can absolutely knock out. You don't have to live with it. You don't have to keep doing it. You don't have to have a 15 point system of things to say to yourself and affirmations and steps to take and names to call your brain or anything, you can actually knock this out um, and it will last forever, you know? And of course it depends on how deep it is for sure. It might take a few rounds of this, um, but that's infinitely quicker than what you've been trying. (laughs) So... I hope I get to see you there. You guys can always go to crystalrose.com slash ssminicourse and sign your booty up or tap me on Instagram, the embodied baddie and ask whatever questions you have. I freaking love talking to you guys. I love it so much. And when you pop in my DMs, it just makes me so, so happy. So get your butt in this program. You will not regret it. It is the most low ticket thing I've ever done. Literally like the most low ticket thing I've ever done. And I realize what I want to do is serve more people and serve better. And that's why this is so low ticket because why not? (laughs) Why not over promise and over deliver? Like that feels good. So I hope to see you there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode or that it was like enlightening for you. And I will catch you next time. See you soon. (laughs) 
If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram story, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.